This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. How can we parent our children in ways that lead to a lasting faith? Stay tuned to learn more about Sarah Cohen Johnson's new book, Teach Your Children Well, a step-by-step guide for family discipleship. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth Table. Your word is truth, your word is life. Presented by Innervar City Press. Your word is truth, your word is life. A daily audio Bible podcast read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Psalm chapter 119, verses 33 through 64. Teach me, O Lord, the lifestyle prescribed by your statutes, so that I might observe it continually. Give me understanding so that I might observe your law and keep it with all my heart. Guide me in the path of your commands, for I delight to walk in it. Give me a desire for your rules, rather than for wealth gained unjustly. Turn my eyes away from what is worthless. Revive me with your word. Confirm to your servant your promise, which you made to the one who honors you. Take away the insults that I dread. Indeed, your regulations are good. Look, I long for your precepts. Revive me with your deliverance. May I experience your loyal love, O Lord, and your deliverance as you promised. Then I will have a reply for the one who insults me, for I trust in your word. Do not completely deprive me of a truthful testimony, for I await your justice. Then I will keep your law continually, now and for all time. I will be secure, for I seek your precepts. I will speak about your regulations before kings and not be ashamed. I will find delight in your commands, which I love. I will lift my hands to your commands, which I love, and I will meditate on your statues. Remember your word to your servant, for you have given me hope. This is what comforts me in my trouble, for your promise revives me. Arrogant people do nothing but scoff at me, yet I do not turn aside from your law. I remember your ancient regulations, O Lord, and console myself. Rage takes hold of me because of the wicked, those who reject your law. Your statues have been my songs in the house where I live. I remember your name during the night, O Lord, and I will keep your law. This has been my practice, for I observe your precepts. The Lord is my source of security. I have determined to follow your instructions. I seek your favor with all my heart. 
Have mercy on me as you promised. I consider my actions and follow your rules. I keep your commands eagerly and without delay. The ropes of the wicked tighten around me, but I do not forget your law. In the middle of the night, I arise to thank you for your just regulations. I am a friend to all your loyal followers and to those who keep your precepts. O Lord, your loyal love fills the earth. Teach me your statues. 1 Kings chapter 22, verses 1 through 28. Chapter 22. Ahab dies in battle. There was no war between Syria and Israel for three years. In the third year, King Jehoshaphat of Judah came down to visit the king of Israel. The king of Israel said to his servants, Surely you recognize that Ramoth Gilead belongs to us, though we are hesitant to reclaim it from the king of Syria. Then he said to Jehoshaphat, Will you go with me to attack Ramoth Gilead? Jehoshaphat replied to the king of Israel, I will support you. My army and horses are at your disposal. But then Jehoshaphat said to Israel's king, Please seek a message from the Lord this very day. So the king of Israel assembled about 400 prophets and asked them, Should I attack Ramoth Gilead or not? They said, Attack. The sovereign one will hand it over to the king. But Jehoshaphat asked, Is there not a prophet of the Lord still here, that we may ask him? The king of Israel answered Jehoshaphat, There is still one man through whom we can seek the Lord's will. But I despise him, because he does not prophesy prosperity for me, but disaster. His name is Micaiah, son of Imlah. Jehoshaphat said, The king should not say such things. The king of Israel summoned an official and said, Quickly bring Micaiah, son of Imlah. Now the king of Israel and King Jehoshaphat of Judah were sitting on their respective thrones, dressed in their robes, at the threshing floor at the entrance of the gate of Samaria. All the prophets were prophesying before them. Zedekiah, son of Keniah, made iron horns and said, This is what the Lord has said. With these you will gore Syria until they are destroyed. All the prophets were prophesying the same, saying, Attack Ramoth Gilead. You will succeed. The Lord will hand it over to the king. Now the messenger who went to summon Micaiah said to him, Look, the prophets are in complete agreement that the king will succeed. Your words must agree with theirs. You must predict success. But Micaiah said, As certainly as the Lord lives, I will say what the Lord tells me to say. When he came before the king and the king asked him, Micaiah, should we attack Ramoth Gilead or not? He answered him, Attack. You will succeed. The Lord will hand it over to the king. The king said to him, How many times must I make you solemnly promise in the name of the Lord to tell me only the truth? Micaiah said, I saw all Israel scattered on the mountains, like sheep that have no shepherd. Then the Lord said, They have no master. They should go home in peace. The king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, Didn't I tell you he does not prophesy prosperity for me, but disaster? Micaiah said, That being the case, listen to the Lord's message. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne, with all the heavenly assembly standing beside him on his right and on his left. The Lord said, Who will deceive Ahab? So he will attack Ramoth Gilead and die there. One said, This and another that. Then a spirit stepped forward and stood before the Lord. He said, I will deceive him. The Lord asked him, How? He replied, I will go out and be a lying spirit in the mouths of all his prophets. 
The Lord said, Deceive and overpower him. Go out and do as you have proposed. So now, look, the Lord has placed a lying spirit in the mouths of all these prophets of yours. But the Lord has decreed disaster for you. Zedekiah, son of Keniah, approached. He hit Micaiah on the jaw and said, Which way did the Lord's spirit go when he went from me to speak to you? Micaiah replied, Look, you will see in the day when you go into an inner room to hide. Then the king of Israel said, Take Micaiah and return him to Amnon, the city official, and Joash, the king's son. Say, This is what the king says. Put this man in prison. Give him only a little bread and water until I safely return. Micaiah said, If you really do safely return, then the Lord has not spoken through me. Then he added, Take note, all you people. Second Chronicles chapter 18, verses 1-8 through 8. Jehoshaphat allies with Ahab Jehoshaphat was very wealthy and greatly respected. He made an alliance by marriage with Ahab, and after several years went down to visit Ahab in Samaria. Ahab slaughtered many sheep and cattle to honor Jehoshaphat and those who came with him. He persuaded him to join in an attack against Ramoth-Gilead. King Ahab of Israel said to King Jehoshaphat of Judah, Will you go with me to attack Ramoth-Gilead? He replied, I will support you. My army is at your disposal and will support you in battle. Then Jehoshaphat said further to the king of Israel, First, please seek an oracle from the Lord. So the king of Israel assembled 400 prophets and asked them, Should we attack Ramoth-Gilead or not? They said, Attack. God will hand it over to the king. But Jehoshaphat asked, Is there not a prophet of the Lord still here, that we may ask him? The king of Israel answered Jehoshaphat, There is still one man through whom we can seek the Lord's will, but I despise him, because he does not prophesy prosperity for me, but always disaster. Micaiah, son of Imla. Jehoshaphat said, The king should not say such things. The king of Israel summoned an officer and said, Quickly, bring Micaiah, son of Imla. New Testament reading, 3 John chapter 1, Introduction and Thanksgiving. From the Elder, to Gaius, my dear brother, whom I love in truth, dear friend, I pray that all may go well with you and that you may be in good health, just as it is well with your soul. For I rejoice greatly when the brothers came and testified to your truth, just as you are living according to the truth. I have no greater joy than this, to hear that my children are living according to the truth. The charge to Gaius. Dear friend, you demonstrate faithfulness by whatever you do for the brothers, even though they are strangers. They have testified to your love before the church. You will do well to send them on their way in a manner worthy of God. For they have gone forth on behalf of the name, accepting nothing from the pagans. Therefore, we ought to support such people so that we become co-workers in cooperation with the truth. Diotrephes, the Troublemaker I wrote something to the church, but Diotrephes, who loves to be the first among them, does not acknowledge us. Therefore, if I come, I will call attention to the deeds he is doing, the bringing of unjustified charges against us with evil words, and not being content with that. He not only refuses to welcome the brothers himself, but hinders the people who want to do so and throws them out of the church. Dear friend, do not imitate what is bad, but what is good. The one who does good is of God. The one who does what is bad has not seen God. 
worthy Demetrius. Demetrius has been testified to by all, even by the truth itself. We also testify to him, and you know that our testimony is true. Conclusion I have many things to write to you, but I do not wish to write to you with pen and ink, but I hope to see you right away, and will speak face to face. Peace be with you. The friends here greet you. Greet the friends there by name. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Gracious and merciful God, we thank you today for your word. We thank you for an opportunity to get into the word, to learn of your character, to think more and more about what it is that you're trying to show us, that you are showing us, that you are teaching us, how you are growing us up in the hearing and processing and studying of scripture, O Lord. We pray, O God, that the Spirit would be at work helping us to make connections, helping us to mature in the faith, granting to us deep healing, causing us to become more excellent in the way of love, kindness, and compassion, grace, and mercy, and justice-seeking, O Lord. For God, we don't want to read your word in vain or as a show or a simple ritual, but we are seeking your word because we're actually seeking you. We want you to show up as we hear your word, as we study your word, because you are what we need more of, O God. So thank you, O Lord, today for your very self, for your very being, and for the words that you offer to us, because your words are life, your words are edification, your words are correction and guidance. And O God, we acknowledge right now that we find ourselves sometimes attracted to words that support what we already think and what we already believe. And God, there are times when we claim things that are true, that are just easy for us to believe because they want them to be true, but are not. And oh God, I pray right now that you would give us an appetite for your truth above all things. Oh Lord, how quickly we seek out a prophet who will be favorable to us and we reject the voices that correct us, that tell us the truth about ourselves, that call us forth into repentance, that call us out that we might be called in. Oh God, we're also tempted to do that. We're also tempted to lift up and to, to proclaim and to elevate voices that cause us to feel good, but don't produce the correction and edification that we also need, oh God. So we pray, oh Lord, that we would have the ability to discern when we are simply attracted to voices that, that cause us to feel good about our pet sins, but don't cause, cause us to, uh, to grow, to grow up, to mature, O oh Lord, to forgive, to love, to share. Oh God, we acknowledge that sometimes we don't want to hear your voice, that we don't pray as we should, and we don't sit in silence being still, knowing that you are God. We acknowledge sometimes that it's hard for us to study scripture because we don't like what it says sometimes. We acknowledge sometimes that we get angry with the messenger, not because they have misapplied your word, but because they have divided it correctly and we don't like the message. And so I pray, oh God, that you in those cases, by the Spirit, would speak to us as a whisper, as you have done to the prophet of old, that you indeed would be gracious to us, that you would condescend 
meeting us at the intersection of our weakness and our folly and our foolishness and our immaturity, and that you would whisper to us a correction. And God, make us ever attentive to your voice and to your word. We thank you that you speak to us through your word and that you come to us with a corrective whisper even now. Thank you, O Lord, for your grace and for your mercy. Amen and amen. Sarah Cohen Johnson, the author of Teach Your Children Well, believes that parental involvement is the most influential predictor of a child's spirituality throughout their lives. Sarah's book discusses how parents can have an active discipleship role in forming their children's faith and provides insights and strategies for children in different stages of life. This valuable resource, which includes exercises and activities that families can do together, can help parents disciple their children creatively and confidently. Get your copy of Teach Your Children Well today at ivpress.com and as a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code, the word. That's promo code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at ivpress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag get in the word and hashtag Truth's Table. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee.